This isn't just a college football game. Number one Clemson visits number four Notre Dame. And here come the Irish. This is the paw print versus solid gold. Dabo versus Kelly. My name is Fire, Fury, Power. My name is Tyron Williams, right go! Legend, touchdown! In the envelope, fire and deep ball downfield, touchdown! This isn't just a college football game. Touchdown! This is TC and Jake. So where do you want to start the breakdown? Uh, anywhere but there. Clemson offense, <laughs> Irish defense? Anywhere but there. Let's go to the lines. Anywhere but there. I think it's going to come down to, to can can the Irish pass rush take over at any point, especially a, late in game. It's a little bit of a tough spot for me because I don't really want you to be happy. Sure. But yeah. I also, more Naturally. than that, don't want Aggies to be happy. Yeah. And I... I don't think there's really a chance that Aggies will be happy. If you think if we both have one loss, no, that, that they're going to be like, yeah, A and M in. But I think if Notre Dame beats Clemson again, that's what I'm saying. You would okay, be very okay, happy okay, okay, and okay. locked. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And I don't, I don't know that that would open the door for A and M or not. It would obviously somewhat depend on the SEC championship game. Obviously, but. the committee disagrees with me since they keep putting them at five. They would not be in the realm, uh, and I know that I've like given up all. No, they hopes get their of fucking doors blown off by any of those four teams. Being impartial about this, but like for for the number five team in the country, they fucking blow, dude. Like their stats are entirely unimpressive. I watched almost every second of that LSU game by virtue of being in Louisiana with LSU fan father-in-law, and it was the most boring football game. Now it was wet. It was extremely muddy, and LSU does not have a quarterback, and I don't think they have an offensive line, but they also just beat a team that A&M beat by three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're just boring. If, if At least Notre Dame has Kyron. But like, it's, you know, whatever I'm like, because, you know, every year I, I will. I don't really want to do this, by the way, so I, if we can. Keep it brief. <laughs> no one cares. What you want? Uh, no one cares you, about you're this. Used to that, that's not true. No one cares about the college football playoff. Um, I a quick thing that I always do, just to uh, you know, kind of like have a whatever we got this battle of like who's going to be the top four teams. I think that a good way to uh, like just kind of get a benchmark is points scored, points allowed, and then strength of schedule. Like, you know, if, if you just look kind of an analytics guy, I mean, it's not, that's not super like whatever, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, it's, it's, you know, if, if you're not close in that, then like the conversation's over. If you are close in that, then we can break it down further. You know what I mean? Does that make, I think that's a reasonable approach. Um, and, uh, A&M, it's like they score like 33 points a game and give up like 20, I think even like 22 and their, their schedule is like 81st. So it's it's not like that they just played a murderer's row. Um, they played a bunch of you know kind of all right teams. Uh, they played two good ones and they went one and one. Um, and you know like uh, Cincinnati played a more difficult schedule. 
Like, uh, you know, if you just look at like Cincinnati one loss record straight up by opponents, seven times out of 10, not close. And I've seen both Cincinnati of them play three times. 40 so I'm very points, qualified to say this 40 points scored per game and 15 allowed. So like much better. I mean, the idea that we're even talking about someone for the college football playoff when they're not like in the high thirties of points scored, like that's pretty rare. Like it, to, to be considered for the honor, you usually have to be in the high thirties. Uh, and, and 33 is, I, I, I think that might be like a record for most Disney scoring pace of any uh, college football playoff team in the history of, you know, the short history of the playoffs. So I, yeah, I, I mean, hope that A&M's not seriously considered for, you know, I mean, like, I think that if, if Clemson loses twice, I'd be interested in Cincinnati getting in, but uh, uh, you know. It would also depend on, you know, like, I could see a scenario where uh, I mean, my dream is Florida beating Alabama, which will never happen. Stop it! Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Stop it! But if it does, it'd be really funny. Either way, yeah. we're looking at Dude, a, they would so put Alabama. Of course they'd put Alabama in anyways. But it would be the first time that a team that played in a conference championship game and lost got in. Um, it would also be... I bet they'd bump us. If, if, if Clemson wins, it would be Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, and uh, Florida. I bet you're right. <laughs> or would it? Do you, do you think, like... Obviously, we have a more impressive resume than Florida. Like, we lost once to Clemson. It's they just, lost twice, one of those being to fucking LSU. It's the committee having to have sex with a gun in their mouth that says SEC on it. Like, yeah. are you really going to keep the SEC champion out that just beat Alabama? You might have to. I don't know. I don't know what to do about the committee. I don't feel like it's sustainable. I don't think the entire model is sustainable, but we've been saying that for years, dude. I mean, I just, they gotta, they, it's I time that, for three divisions of, of, of FBS. Every year that goes along, that's never going to happen. Uh, they, it's just like they, they fuck over more and more people. Like, you know, every team feels like that they're getting screwed, like it, it, legitimately or illegitimately. Like, you know, it's just it, these are hard decisions to make. And so, like, just as we go along, you know, I mean, like the, the first time it was uh, TCU and Baylor, you know, feeling like they got royally screwed by the Ohio State thing. And now their entire fan base is probably not going to have a high opinion of the committee at any point. And, uh, you know, how much can fan bases being pissed off at you really doing anything? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just stay mad. Uh, you know, they're the administrators of the sport and administrators of any sport are just made to absorb the anger of the people who cheer for that sport. You know, look yeah, at Roger Goodell and Rob Manfred. And that's true. But those other leagues, professional leagues, don't and, pick the champion and college basketball yeah. even has a wide enough of a, of a, of a populace in their selection to where ultimately people forget about the team that got snubbed by the time you get to the final four. Yeah. Who cares? That it's the 65th best Nobody. team didn't get in. So, yeah, I mean, but I think that's, what's kind of great about it is I think they have it, more than 64 now. 66. Okay. They have a 65 V 66 or no, maybe it's 65, you know, cause it's 64 V 65. I don't know. Shit, it might even be, there might even be two of those games now. See, I was thinking it was 68. Yeah. I think they added two games. Well, uh, who could, t who could remember because there was, no March Madness last year. And yeah, what I remember yeah, about yeah. that, which was so funny, was uh, the fucking Big East was like ready to tip that Friday. So that must have been March 13th, mm -hmm. like for their conference championship. And I remember being in studio, you know, they'll start those conference games, especially like an East Coast game. It's like 10 o'clock here. Yeah. 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, holy shit, they're on the floor. Like the NBA just canceled. <laughs> What are you, the Big East? Like you're gonna actually, <laughs> you're gonna actually have a. It just means more conference tournament right now. Like you guys know what's going on, right? And they canceled, but they like 
warmed up and like traveled everyone to the host site is like in hindsight that is like really really hilarious yeah i mean you know like just perceptions change pretty quickly like i i look back on like you know i went to las vegas in february and like uh didn't have a single second thought about it no dude we were in utah and in fact uh i mean vegas probably definitely probably definitely vegas is on this list but uh foreign people Euro- europeans in particular fucking love utah skiing yeah i mean you know if you think they like that uh you should see las vegas but right. yeah, 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 yeah and it was just i just remember it being like a few months later like, i did have that one uber rider tell me that uh america's pow beats the pow anywhere in the world like that he skis in europe all the time and it's like just for the novelty like he would never with a straight face say that the alps are better than any american i've heard that too unless you're more like into the it's definitely not for powder. It's more like terrain riding mm-hmm. type thing. But I don't know that. I just know that European people, when they come here to ski, they go it's to about that pal though. They go though. to Aspen and they go to Park City. Yeah, that's fine. And we were. I I literally remember sitting in the hotel room. It was like five couples or the condo. And we were like, "What is this shit?" It was like mid late February. It was like late. It was after ticket stock. Mm-hmm. Which happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and like we were in, in Utah, and you we know, got back I, like a I, March 1st I'm not 1st saying that, like, you know, the, the risk then. Uh, of course not. It's not the end of the world. No one died from ticket stock, I don't think. Um, Someone almost certainly contracted from late February, early March in Utah, though. Because West Coast people also love to go there. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. better than most of the, you know, Colorado spots. So, Did anyways. you see that there was some indication that it was circulating in December here? In America? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. That's Washington. There was that lady. Well, no, but that was January. Like, the earliest mm. person is January. Uh, they It was, like, some, like, blood analysis. Like, that they were looking at, like, uh, you know, the, the blood bank shit. She's a doctor in Washington. I'm almost positive. I don't think... I know what you're talking about. Um, I, I believe that, like, it was... I don't think that they publicized or were even, like, exceptionally clear that they knew the person. I think it was just like looking at this sample of blood, we can tell that like in the American blood supply, there was huh. coronavirus in December. Because I, I think what you're talking about, I don't know. Because I could have swore that lady, I could be wrong. she's a uh, Chinese American doctor and it was either, it was late hmm. December and she was like, uh, no hmm about it. And she had already taken a bunch of, I think these might've been nasal swabs and collected them for another purpose, another sort of testing and completely... Like, I don't know if she still has a license. Like, she that she was told, like, no, you cannot test this for that, even though you she was seeing what was going on, like, in late December, early January, and was like, yeah, I'm going to test this shit for this anyways, and found it. And it was from, like, one, like, teenager in a community spread who had given it to a bunch of other people. But anyways. My uh, brother saw a truck in uh, the Hood County area that uh, had a big sign that said 250,000 dead from China. By American, so. Uh, B U Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I um was well <laughs> down the road imagining that it was a uh, B I. By American. Yeah, like two hundred fifty dead because of bisexual Americans. Well, they they were pretty clear. I don't remember exactly how the first one was phrased, but it's very clear that they were saying that this is something China had intentionally done to us. Now, mm-hmm. why would they allow so many Chinese to die? And you know, uh, I I don't know. 
Um, but well, I think it may know. be a, a, a reasonable response to that would be to, uh, you know, have this kind of world is ending thing. Embrace the sexual spectrum. Okay, yeah. So you may die. Don't the world's hold back. on fire. Make out with dudes. See right. if you like it. Right. I'm, uh, for like the fourth time in probably the 10 years that we've done this podcast, really thinking about getting back into paintball. Dude, after we talked about it out on the day veranda, I've looked at eBay enough times that I know that eventually I'm going to buy a paintball gun. Yeah. And And like, if I thought that I, if I had like a step two in the plan now, it would have been done a month ago. Don't know if all the, like we talked about the courses, your speed balls are open, but I, I just want to get back into it for my own. Like I want to get a squad. I'll travel. Maybe this a travel is not team. The same thing with you. Cause like, uh, you're in better shape than I am, but you're definitely not in as good a shape as you were when you were 16. We can agree on that. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I think I talked about it whenever it happened, but, uh, for a friend's bachelor party, my friend, Nick, who I think listens to the podcast, we've had him on before. So shout out to him. Um, he, uh, he had us go, uh, paintball and that was like also, Harbaugh, huh? Like Harbaugh. What do you mean? Uh, that was like John Harbaugh's bachelor party. He went paintballing. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> of course uh, he did. The first time I went paintballing was, uh, Nick's birthday party when he turned, uh, 13, I think. So Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. There's a video. So, uh, uh, going, having the most recent time be his bachelor party, you know, beautiful, uh, palindrome there. But, um, he, uh, whatever I tried it, like, you know, I, I went to like crouch behind one of those, one of the barriers and just like kept going down. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just ease and, on down. And that, that was, uh, like one of several things, you know, like just, I, I did not realize I, I had not like tested my body with those specific motions since I was like uh, 15 or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it can't really do them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Counterpoint. Like, crouching behind something. Like I'm not, uh, like I could never go do like two a days in a hundred degree heat right now. Like I did when I was 16 or 17. But, like, you're zero physically active. No, I understand that. But and, do, you, do you think you... What's the longest you could crouch behind something without, like, any issues? Uh, there may be issues, but I think I could do it. I mean, my issue really... Crouching is difficult. It's difficult. Like, major league catchers stop being able to, like... Yeah, uh, after, like, ten years, eight years. Yeah, but when they're my age. But my point is just, like... There's very few catchers your age. Yeah, because they've been crouching every day since they were 18. I just know when I used to go back out to the fields, uh, to the competitive fields, a lot of those dudes were about the age I am now. And they had okay. fucking fire equipment. You know, that's what seemed unfair about it. Which should be easy to get at this point. Like an elite gun would be like, what, $600? Yeah. Like shit that just seemed like completely unattain- unattainable. Would you before. even notice $600 <laughs> gone? Throwing it at the election. That's a fucking, you know, tip on a Tuesday night dinner for you. <laughs> what about tipping the... I swear to God! Okay, leave the dog alone. She's just eating all the pillows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tearing them all up. I, I can't... It's probably uh, going to happen either way. I can't deal. I, I don't know how much other people notice, but uh, on that the camera over there, you can always tell whenever she is because it'll shake in the videos. I don't know. I shouldn't reference the videos. A very small percentage of the listenership actually ends up uh, digesting that. So, uh, Well, it's enough to where I, have to, I change my shirt before every show because I, uh, I was really hoping we could do an unboxing um, of my deodorant. Oh, but I don't okay. think it's going to be here until tomorrow. Oh, so maybe well, next week. You bring it. But uh, I can't remember. 
what Patreon listeners suggested it, but I just ordered whatever they said. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and saw I've been that, told I saw that it smells like vodka mm-hmm. and burns you the first several <laughs> times. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm prepared because I can't fucking handle this anymore, dude. It's gotten so much worse since COVID. I hear you, my but feet, like my hands, my pits were always bad, but now they're worse. But my feet were never a problem before. I never had sweaty feet, and now it's like since it's you out of since control. you got it, yeah, is what you're talking about. Okay, shit. not just since it was That's like terrifying. in the news. It has been. <laughs> Why well, didn't know? You know, a lot of things change in quarantine. Um, no, uh, our 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 other friend that got it has been uh, good for my uh, my my heart rate and blood pressure and such. Like just because the only person I know having it being you and Dan, who both like appeared to just nearly avoid death. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, you know, he seemed to like be like you know, is a cold. It was slightly uncomfortable. Justin, yeah, he did tell me though that he that de- he definitely experienced at least one thing that I had, which was if you don't really, and I don't know how much of this is like being dormant and how much of it is being dormant and also having the virus. That when you try to like hing, 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 on your brain the first time, it's fucking you jumper cables, dude. Yeah, it's not like he wasn't sick. Like you're gonna he have to. But I've been sick before and never really felt that, mentally yeah. down, like yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, honestly, in my life, at least. Yeah, maybe no, you're he a did say that he was shit, too but. too sick to play video games, which is a <laughs> silly thing to consider. Uh, did you hear about but the latest? But he seems fine now. He does seem like, fine now. this point in your recovery... No, it's not close. Yeah, you were like, I, I have about an hour a day where I can do things. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the vape. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, my, my theory, and this has nothing... You know, don't listen to me. Uh, I, I just figure that, like... I don't know if you gave it to Dan or Dan gave it to you, but uh, both of you are just sitting there breathing it in for so long. Like, I, th- I think... I, like, because he... Justin, I feel so bad for him. Uh, he had not been within six feet of another human, uh, aside from his wife, who tested negative after he got it, um, without a mask on at, at all. At all. Yeah. In the entire time that he could have been sick, he was following the CDC guidelines at every single point. Because, you know, as he's been on the podcast to talk about, like, the fact that he works in medicine. So, you know, like, he, for his job, like, has to be super serious about this stuff. And, uh,. You know, still still got it. But so, it, however he got it, it must have been a very small amount of droplets. Maybe so, that's part of it. I don't know. Yeah, so I think your body then can, like, kind of match up to that all right. Whereas if it's just you and Dan breathing the same air for three hours. We, we each had, like, ten drinks of COVID. You're fucking pumping it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you heard the latest in sentence commuting and pardoning news? I have. Our boy's gonna come home with a victory, closing it out like fucking Rivera. Is it uh? Is it is it done? Done? No, but I mean, okay, it's like the coolest one he could pull off. I, I don't want to hear about fucking Rob Rod Blagojevich, no, or some you know uh, securities hack. The guy. Dread Pirate Roberts needs to be able to sail again. I think amazing. That's clear. I agree with Charlie Kirk. And, that was uh, an overreach by the <laughs> DOJ. Uh, you should not go to jail for life without parole for running a, a a market basically. But what I'm saying is why stop there? I think that they should just legalize Silk Road. (laughs) Okay. You get a little greedy. I should be able to buy acid off the internet. I think that the founding fathers understood that. Yeah. I don't know. 
George Washington would want me to be able to buy acid off the internet. He probably would if, like, you were willing to change lots of other stuff about society, like who can vote. And I am. Who is free. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) To be able to buy acid off the internet? Are you kidding me? You're willing to, are you saying you're willing to bring back enslavement? So that you can no, I'm not. I don't. I don't view that as that, that important. That one's tough. That might be a sticking point. I'd have to think about it. But I just love like soul the, of my family. The ADD nature. It's 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 like the one that works the best for. And I'm we're the furthest thing from libertarian. But the dude obviously should not be in jail forever. Now, the, I'm the, a free minds and free markets guy. I think that's up. been clear over the course of the, the podcast. murder for hire thing, which I think was a little bit loosey goosey, anyways, um, as far as the evidence, but. It didn't stick. You never know if that didn't stick because they knew they had him on something else, and maybe if they just had that, they would have pursued that a little bit further. That is how they work, yeah. But um, I just think it's so funny. Like We've been watching this dude with massive ADHD for four years now, and like someone just told him a cool story. And he was like, I don't know. I could probably pardon him, I guess. And I, I and they're think like, it's going to be a movie. And I've he's like, seen a indications. Real one? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah. Can they write... Can they write this into the inn? Who, who's playing me? That's going to kind of tip it. Um, no, I, I, I'd seen indication. they, they Definitely not that Geico guy. <laughs> they weren't naming names, but they were saying that, like, uh, you know, a lot of people near Trump, like, were like had his ear on it. It's fucking Jared. You think so? It's got to be, dude. Jared definitely dropped. See, that seemed like a, a prime Peter Thiel, except for he seems Ooh. to have receded from the uh, Trump orbit, mostly. But maybe he has one favor to call in. Could be, could be. And he wants it to be uh, Ross Ulricht. Ulbricht. Ulbricht. Ulbright. We had someone who listens that went to high school with him, I think. He's an Austin guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like we got an email of, I saw that guy in high school. Well, we got an email from a guy who rented an apartment uh, from Stephen Paddock. So I would imagine that, yeah, we have. I forgot about that. Did I get that one? No, I think I read it, but if not, I could probably read it again. Please do. Yeah. Um, that would be, uh, you know, again, most pardons are really boring. Yeah. Like it's, again, it's, it's like trading stuff. Yeah. Or, I mean, you it's know, like, like people uh, getting their lives back. It gives uh, a shit. Political, you know, uh, wrangling. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. And no one does. Mm-hmm. No one does at all. I think I deleted the paddock email. That seems like a mistake. Um, so on Friday, it was my birthday. So I was, uh, having a great time, um, feeling real relaxed, real conversational. I walk in, uh, we was family at the lake getting together, you know, celebrate the birthday. And, um, I walk in and, uh, Megan and my brother are watching law and order and it's a rip from the headlines law and order. Never seen a full episode in my life of law and order. Mm-mm. Brother, you're missing out. I'm not. I just am not a fan of the. Is it serialized or non-serialized? It is non-serial. It is somewhat serialized. Somewhat. Like they want you to have familiarity with the characters, and the characters like have stories, but you need New to be case. able. To, you need to be able to watch the episode not knowing the other shit. They they do not expect that you've seen another episode. I don't like that. I've never liked that. I mean, even, fine. even the shows that I was into that were on network TV when I was a kid were not like that. ER and your NYPD blues and the practice and shit like that. Like they would carry things over, not the whole season and certainly 
for the most part, other than love interest, but season to season, I swear to God. How's this going for you? There's uh, appears to be uh, someone putting something on the door or something. Uh, but I, I don't, I can't do that episodic thing. It bothers me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I remember uh, uh, very specifically it was um, spring break of my, I think it was freshman year. Uh, I went with my girlfriend at the time to visit her father in the uh, greater New Braunfels area. And uh, he was a big fan. So just, you know, sitting around would uh, would turn it on. And I was like, holy shit, they... They just solve murders. <laughs> what a like, nerd! I mean, it was it was the it was like the first like I really hadn't watched TV as an adult before that. Like I, uh, whenever I got out, my parents were like, "Arrested Development's great." My dad was a huge Arrested Development fan, and so they had it on DVD. So I I chewed through that whole thing and couldn't believe how good it was. Uh, but but was like other than that was like I don't know if TV is for me. I mean, I didn't have one, you know, like in in my college dorm room, we didn't get cable. Um, you know, famously. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, it's, I, this is the first I learned of it. And then, uh, then found out that like, it, and it was like, you know, a couple months later, I'm in summer back home and, uh, my parents got the DVR, a new technology I'm learning about for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding out that they, uh, they run like 10 of these bad boys a day on TNT and TBS. <laughs> I was just mainlining them. It was just wake up, Work my fucking lunch shift at the Black Eyed Pea, come home, and just chew through as many law and orders as I had time for left in the day. Ugh. Uh, I couldn't do it anymore. Dark time in your life. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it's a building block, you know? Like, I had to do that to, uh, to like, kind of get adjusted to TV. Because if I had just, like, gone straight into, uh, you know, like, True Detective, like, I would overdose. You know, you, you got you to gotta build up the tolerance. Um, maybe <laughs> no clearly not make a lot of sense uh, yeah. not at all um but it's an argument that i'm making and i believe in it very strongly so and this is what you guys do at the lake you just watch svu i mean it's what megan does with her life in general and all the things that she watches that i am uh <laughs> happy to go along with this is near the top of the list if i see another fucking guy's grocery games in my life there's going to be a fucking family annihilation you're going to be hearing about on the news uh if uh like this, it's not good it's fine but like the first 1,000 episodes were enough for me. Um, I haven't seen it. I love grocery shopping. <laughs> okay. So I would think I would like it. You know, I, I'm a big supermarket sweep fan. I mean, I'm not here to say that, like, it's that, like, really, uh, you know, it, it, the first several episodes were somewhat enjoyable. I got it. You mm-hmm. know, like, I've, I've had enough. Um, whereas I can take much more uh, Law & Order. Law & Order is a fine show. Um, but they, they were watching it and it's, uh, it's a rip from the headlines and it's about, uh, a team owner who, uh, finds out that his, uh, his daughter has been impregnated by, uh, one of the players. And so he, what sport? I don't even remember. I, I, well, I, like I walked in halfway through that. They don't care. The sport doesn't, you know, unimportant. Mm. Um, and, uh, so he has the guy like, uh, framed for rape. Like he goes and pays a bunch of women who uh, the player had had sex with to uh, to say that the sex was non consensual, 
and you know then it, it over the course of the episode that gets revealed and then um then you know he shows his true colors to his daughter of just like uh you know everyone's laughing at you because you've got this uh mixed race child growing in your belly okay and i know which headline it's ripped from jake it's 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 donald sterling jake did not know that I mean, that's the general, like, you know, instead of a daughter, it's his mistress. And instead of being pregnant, it's just hanging out with Magic Johnson. That is fucking lightly etch-a-sketched from the headlines. <laughs> okay. But that's how they do it. That, that's nah, what it was. This was their Donald Sterling episode. I would say that that is Do you think that the... I can't, like, go and find somewhere where Dick Wolf was like, this is our Donald Sterling episode? That is 10%, the 10 percentile of how much they rip from the headlines. Like, I'm pretty sure they have a Steubenville episode where they're like, it's like very specifically about a football team and a gang rape and it's high school football. And it was like two weeks after the story, after the trial, probably the story was probably a year before. You're going from, I've never seen an episode to, uh, this isn't like all the episodes I've seen pretty quickly here. Well, I've seen enough of like what they do. And also I'm very familiar with the, and I guess Ice T is SVU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with his like uh, um, bewilderment with technology on the show. Like bewilderment with technology something. is fine. Uh, the the real stuff that hits is uh, whenever there's a new trend on the street. He's telling you about. Yeah. Okay. They <laughs> Colombian devil's breath. The kids. Good. <laughs> yeah. 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 They call it uh, laffy taffy popcorn. <laughs> and what it is <laughs> is. Yeah. 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 That, Maybe that's what I'm that's thinking. That's great of, every time. The montage of that. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they've had some rip from the headlines that were like real sure the, and, and, and again, the writer wanted to get creative with this one i don't know why you're faulting him for it well, it seems just, fine it's just not that ripped okay i don't care but uh it's, whenever, a, it's a decent segue it's just a- whenever i watched the episode <laughs> i then was like i gotta see it i remember because i was in pensacola whenever all this went down this was yeah. like the big story that i covered in the uh, one month when i had a daily show i uh you know like watched the entire anderson cooper thing brought in audio felt like a real big boy with a real show because i'm cutting my audio uh that's was, interesting too because uh i think i mean you've been pretty open about pot usage uh-huh and uh i think Sometimes I wonder why I'm getting the text that I'm getting at 10:30 on Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I I I don't know. I I have a, a a tendency to just put my phone up if there's anything going on that might make me think differently. Sure. Um you seem to not and I really oh, I appreciate love texting it people. because I'm like, <laughs> I was sitting here. I can't even remember what we were love doing. Love texting people, love tweeting Charlie Sheen. Probably watching some movie that she was in uh, not movie cuz you know who watches movies, some TV show that she, Oh, you know what it was? It was heaven's gate. There you go. I started that. Okay. The documentary didn't know much about that. Despite it being like the main thing I grew up with, um, cult wise. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I'm like looking at my phone and I'm like, why am I getting the YouTube of the full Donald Sterling Anderson Cooper right now? And I watched it and I died laughing. And then I woke up the next day and I'm like, well, let's see if this passes the, is this as funny at 8 a.m. as it was at 11 last night test? 
Flying Colors. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew with certainty that it was. It had been a couple years since I'd watched it, but like when I was reminded of the Donald Sterling thing, I was like, oh yeah, that was some of the most fire shit I'd ever seen in my entire life. Incredible. Like, it was just fucking shot after shot after shot. You could like, the time, like usually like these people's entire lives are structured around like every single other person that orbit knows what's going to happen if they're on camera. And so like, job one of everyone they know is keep them off camera and this was a situation where one a lot of those people like were probably distancing and two like you know he he's got to do something clearly like this isn't just gonna like blow over for him uh and you know he he's probably feeling like this is the time to take the reins right like i'm now is not a time to listen to counsel now is a time to go with your gut like this is fucking this is do or die so i know that if i go on and people see what i'm really like i can can win the hearts of the american people easy money and the way he like starts out by thinking that he can do that (laughs) and then like just gets so sidetracked two seconds in by like well i didn't make fun of him because he had aids you know that right you know about the aids right <laughs> uh he seems so, and again the, the the shock of the century is that people forget that donald sterling is still alive <laughs> uh yeah you haven't heard from him really probably since this interview you probably won't no you probably won't he was banished to the uh to the to the nether the netherworld of culture and society by having to gain $2 billion cash yeah. for his NBA team. But yeah, no, and, and, and if he'd been any worse, uh, you know, more racist, had worse housing practices, um, you would hate to see what have happened. Uh, he could have been president. <laughs> look at that. It's my late night joke. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's got boom, eyes that Kev. look like assholes. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's drooping extremely hard. <laughs> yeah, he's, his whole face, just a lot going on. Um, and, and yeah, we just wanted to listen to uh, this, this uh, five-minute highlight cut of the Anderson Cooper interview. I'm not a racist. I made a terrible, terrible mistake. And I'm here with you today to apologize Right. And to ask for forgiveness. See, he's doing great so far. You can see this is the strategy. Yeah, Ernest. If I just look down the camera, if I just buzz the lens mm-hmm. and, and tell folks I'm not a racist, and more than that, I'm sorry, Yep. then we're going to be fine. But that, I don't know if they're in his home. I think they're in his house, yeah. Ugly as shit, dude. It is. Just so ugly. Like, it's just appalling to me how Everyone many Everyone that age has an ugly house. Yeah, I guess... You know, it's just disappointing when you have that much money to just have such a, just, it's just awful, dude. Yeah, yeah. For all the people that I've hurt, I never dreamt that this could happen. It's a terrible, terrible nightmare. Magic Johnson, you know, has made a public (laughs) He's doing great. So great. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Through the first 21 seconds, now the name Magic Johnson has been mentioned. Let's see how it goes. What? What? Do you have something to say to him? What could I say to him? He, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Not taking the bait. I'm hurt, but it doesn't matter. You're hurt that he. I am hurt, though. That he said, that he spoke out publicly. I'm hurt that he called me up and he said, don't do anything. Wait until you hear from me. Then somebody called me later and said he doesn't want to be involved. And then he released a tape that I said to him that I talk to him in confidence. Here is a man who's, I don't know if I say this, he, he right, acts so holy. Pause it, yeah, so, at the beginning you, you had a, 
I'm not a racist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hot water. <laughs> 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 but it's he's taking a very podcast-like approach of, I'm not sure if I should say this, except he's talking to Anderson Cooper on CNN. While skating on the thinnest ice that anyone right. has ever been the on. The NBA's uh, playoffs hang in the balance. Yeah. Uh, his uh, four, five-decade reign of terror to his own financial plunder still possible for him. And he goes with the, I'm not sure if I could say, if I should say this, I don't know if I should say this. Anderson Cooper at this point has to be thinking, Holy shit. He's about to say something. <laughs> he's about to say something he shouldn't. And he knows it, but he's going to, because he's driven by ego and uh, racism. And he, he made love to every girl in every city in, in America. And he had AIDS. <laughs> and then he had those AIDS. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will. Don't worry. He acts so holy. I mean, talk to him in confidence. Here is a man who's, I don't know if I say this, he, he acts so holy. I mean, he, he made love to every girl in every city in, in America. And he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I those AIDS and, is an odd formulation. And even the way that... And the, when he had those and AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, it's very, like, pastor-esque, you know? Uh -huh. And when he had those AIDS, like, the way that he proper nouns Magic Johnson's AIDS throughout this entire thing. <laughs> the way both of them talk about AIDS, AIDS. is... Uh, I said that whenever <laughs> I was watching this with Chris the other day. Yeah. I was like, are you surprised by how Anderson is talking about AIDS here? Like, very I mean, flippant. You know, he's allowed to get away with it, uh, but... Uh, Why is that? He's a reporter? <laughs> yeah. Because he's a respected grief. American. And when he had those he, AIDS, like that's such a weird thing. would be well. I didn't criticize him. I could have. Is he an example for children? You know, because he has money, he's able to treat himself. But Magic Johnson is irrelevant in this thing. Uh, I, th I really do think that's my favorite uh, oh, line of reasoning. Like, I know a lot of people think I'm bad because I said that I don't want uh, my mistress to be around black people in public. Yeah. But had you considered the fact that I didn't say that Magic Johnson's a fucking, like, a uh, terrible philanderer whenever he got AIDS? Like, I you, prayed, know how, you know how bad I could have burned him? Like, just fucking gone on, uh, you know, late night show and just been like, look at this fucker with all of his AIDS. Yeah. yeah and I when never he had did those that AIDS, once. I didn't do that. Yeah. I prayed. I prayed, and now he's an example for children. Why? Because he has AIDS and hasn't died because he has a lot of money? That doesn't seem to make he sense. He didn't do anything harmful to anybody, and I respect him, and I admire everything that he does. You know, I'd like to help even more if he would offer me an opportunity to help. What the fuck I does that like mean? He just wants to help. He loves helping, dude. He's with, one of the with what? He's, he's one of, with what? His money, bro. But no, like help with what? Like it doesn't, But he's already clearly understands the magic is raise awareness. The, I'd like to help even more than you know with those if, aids. If magic would <laughs> let me help, I would help. Just makes no sense. He's just rambling. He's it's the 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 ramblings of a of a drowning old trillionaire who really needs to do something about his shirt. He looks sloppy. I have something for you on a different uh, old creep in a minute, but it's pretty clear that if you are 80 billionaire creep, 
you know maybe only the bu- the the button below the nip. <laughs> yeah. But it's just I, I think that there's like a, a bottom one unbuttoned. Like there's just a lot of tummy. Magic Johnson had said that, you know, he would never attend a game while you were owner. Apparently he showed up to a game today. He would never what? Okay, so a Clippers game as long. As- <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's happening here too, and this is this is basically like the the best form. This is like Dale Hansen on the uh, the SMU documentary. You know, mm-hmm. nothing better than even if, if this is canned, not live, but either way, presenting some shocking evidence to the to the interviewee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he would never what? Yeah, you trying know? to piss him off, right? But and piss him off and get that instant visceral reaction. Yeah, uh, mainly just for the face shots. But you can hear enough of it here to where mm-hmm. you you understand what Anderson's looking for, and it's the day of the game, and he gets it. Yeah, we're owner, and he came today. <laughs> to, uh, that shot. <laughs> yeah, we'll back it up. He would never what attend a Clippers game as long as you were owner, and he came today <laughs> to uh, to see the game. He's having fun, Adam Silver, dapping him up. He's at the game? (laughs) I don't think it's worthy of even discussing such a stupid (laughs) remark. But he lulled me into waiting a week. Do you know what I mean? He said, don't do anything. He told you, you're saying he told you not to say anything? Yeah, don't do anything. I know the girl. Don't do anything. I'll, I'll help you. I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. What you're saying is Magic Johnson called you up or you called him up? I don't know his phone number. He, he called, called you up yeah. when, when the tape broke. I don't call anybody. He called I'm you up. I'm loyal to you. He, okay, he called you up. <laughs> I've watched this like 10 times now. I'm loyal to you. And I have a tough time squaring that equation. He's lying, dude. Well, okay. He's not lying about the call, but if you had a recording of what Magic Johnson had said on that call, it would not match up to you at all as, hey, bud. Hang low, and I'm going to help you out. So yeah, okay. no fucking chance. I I do believe that Donald Sterling doesn't call anyone. I believe that. I believe the magic called him. And I don't believe. I, don't I do believe he like doesn't have anybody's phone number. But yeah, the nature of the conversation is obviously you know in dispute here. But to, for him to say, I don't call anyone. I'm loyal to you. It's great. I know that that doesn't make a ton of sense. The only to me. person he calls is Anderson Cooper. <laughs> I'm loyal to you. I mean, I think that he's and saying like that if he was going to call someone, it would be like a reporter, and that he's you know like that that his comments like that that calling someone is speaking publicly, and the only time he's going to speak publicly is with Anderson. I think that's what he's going for. It's clear as mud. <laughs> Tape came out, and he told you not to say anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why did he say don't say anything? He just said, wait, be patient, I'll help you, we'll, we'll work it out. Why do you think he said that? I think he wanted me to just do nothing so he could buy the team. He thought maybe the whole thing would be resolved in two weeks. Mm. Well, what has he done? Okay, so, so what you, <laughs> that was a brief moment of thoughtfulness. Masterful job by Anderson. Yeah, let him, let him hang there for a minute. Don't don't ask a follow-up because... The normal human sees that Donald's done talking and jumps oh, no, in with good, something. Man. Let's go to something else. You know, yeah. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. You leave him hanging there just long enough as Let he's think doing about it kind of hand bit. gestures a little bit. <laughs> and in his mind, his, his 85-year-old brain is, is, is smoking like a fucking witch's cauldron. And he's just like, oh, God, I really want to say something offensive right now. <laughs> he hasn't said anything. I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks. Mm. 
Well, what has he done? Can you tell me? <laughs> Big Magic Johnson. Big Magic Johnson. Done? Big man. Well, yes, he he's a business person. He, he's I, got AIDS. <laughs> did he do any business? I like. Did he help anybody in South LA? Well, I think he has HIV. He doesn't actually have full blown AIDS. But. Uh, well, what there kind it of is. a guy There it is. There, there it is. South Park? Well, yeah, let's. The whole thing. The whole again. exchange. The whole yeah. thing again. Anderson tries to hit him with, I don't even care. Anderson tries to hit him with, well, he's a successful businessman. He's got AIDS. And like, just, I can't imagine that Anderson was like ready to, like, what does Anderson care if Magic Johnson's a good person or not? Right. My job here is to ask you questions, not to try and justify the fucking philanthropic efforts of Magic fucking (laughs) Johnson. And I love Big Magic Johnson. Big Magic Johnson. What has he done? He's got AIDS. Is he helping people in South LA? He's got AIDS. And it's, quite rich of Donald Sterling to try to uh, plant his foot in the boy. I'm the guy who really is concerned about I mean, I, I disenfranchised do think, I think that people like him, uh, you know, like he probably has written like a check for a thousand dollars to uh, like various charities. And like in his mind, he's like, there, there I go again. One of the good ones. Look, Selfless. I let them live in the building that yeah. I own. I just also I put, Roofs Loot over their head them <laughs> in the process, and then yeah, as you pointed out, I don't feel like full blown AIDS is like a in the AP style book. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a very South Park feel to it. Uh, also, seems like something uh, Corby would, and and I think has many times said. Sure. Why do you think he said that? I think he wanted me to just do nothing so he could buy the team. He thought maybe the whole thing would be resolved in two weeks. No likes. Well, what has he done? Can you tell me? <laughs> Big Magic Johnson, what has he done? Well, yes, he he's a business person. He, he's I, got AIDS. <laughs> did he do any business? I'd like, did he help anybody in South L.A.? Well, I think he has HIV. He doesn't actually have full-blown AIDS. But. Uh, well, what kind of a guy goes to every city, has sex with every girl, then he catches HIV? And uh, Is that someone we want to respect and and tell our kids about? I think he should be ashamed of himself. I think he should go into the background. But what does he do for the black people? Doesn't do anything. You call up and say, well, you know the Jewish people He's opened a lot of businesses in in inner... Here we go. Yeah, this is a road that... (laughs) Um, not a not a fork I was expecting him to uh, to encounter, but uh, this is this is a fun little trip. Uh, the neighborhood. turning. The Jewish people have a company, and it's for people who want to borrow money and no interest. They want to give them a fish pole, fishing pole. We want to help people. If they don't have the money, we'll loan it to you. You don't have interest. One day you'll pay us back. So I, are, I'm just telling you, he does nothing. It's so, all talk. So are you saying that African-Americans don't contribute to their to African-American communities as much as Jewish There's people? There's no African-American. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A very rare case of a guy in over his skis kind of figuring out how to... Had a pizza <laughs> and take a take a twenty in I the just, trees. I think that Anderson's on to a out. very effective style that I would encourage him to to go to throughout the interview of just like so try saying, and sum it up. Yeah, yeah, just be like, all right. Um, I feel like I see what you're kind of hinting around the edges of, but could you just nail this down for me? 
You're saying that that African Americans don't support their community the way the Jewish people do. Yeah, and he's like doing a large scale ex, uh, extrapolation. And the of, guy who started this interview with, "I'm not racist," and I'm sorry. That's the only thing he was here to say. Yeah, he was trying to keep the Clippers by going on TV, looking down the camera, and saying, <laughs> "I am not racist. I am sorry." And then that was and, the only not racist thing he said. And this is a, a highlight package. So I don't know about real time, but four minutes later. He's looking at you and saying, there's not a fucking African-American community. Are you kidding me? It's disgusting, but he believes it and then realizes he believes it so hard he has to do it. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. I feel like I'm straying off of where I intended to be. Never mind. African-Americans don't contribute to to African-American communities as much as Jewish people. There's no African-American. Never mind. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I didn't... Nah, I wanted to apologize also to my partners. I have 29 partners mm-hmm. yeah. in a league that's a wonderful league. Mm-hmm. I respect them, and I, I love every owner. Every owner knows me. I love the commissioner. I'm sure that it's, it's terribly difficult for him to impose severe punishment because he knows me so well. But here he is trying his best. The league actually believes in doing everything in their power to eliminate it, you know, racism. And here he's sitting there behind his desk, I I guess, and this explosion comes on his desk, and I feel bad that I caused it. The players I mean, on what your did team, they though, do? The, the league has been team, good to though, me all these years. They don't want to work for you. What's that? The, the players What's on that? your team. Well, let me just say that I apologize to the league. People want me to hire a wall of lawyers and them to hire a wall of lawyers and to go to war. I don't think that's the answer. So what is what are you going to do? I think the answer is the league is a good league, all <laughs> honest people. And I think that whatever they decide that has to be done, I think I should work with them and do it. Oh, just an absolute classic. Just an absolute classic. <laughs> I still think I Anderson. just love so much the <laughs> that his big goal is like you know I'm I'm gonna show the real me and then two minutes later it's not a fucking African American community Anderson are you kidding me and Anderson kind of led him there <laughs> not wonder, really like that wasn't that well he, well they were talking about magic yeah no he gave like two like seconds. he could have phrased that magic question Johnson as, he's already like. That fucking AIDS-ridden motherfucker. <laughs> who's, who's he an idol to? And when he had those AIDS. <laughs> and when he had those AIDS. I went to my synagogue. I prayed for him. How much did you keep up with uh, the weekend in politics? Don't count out violence yet, my good man. Um, you're going to have to refresh my memory. I was mainly watching Law & Order. There were just a lot of uh, incidents this weekend. Were they good? Well, I would say people being stabbed in D.C. is not good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not delve in to find out the details. Um, yeah, it's a Proud Boy Clash thing. I, I Was know it Proud like, Boys Clash, like a stabbing anti-protesters? I have not seen if they have... Fi- stabbing Proud Boys? I don't think that the... Uh, or Proud Boys stabbing Proud Boys. Recipients of the stabbings and the perps had been established at last check, but okay. it was a a situation. Mm-hmm. They're doing some violence. And have you seen the story about the former Houston cop? 
I have seen that one. Holy buckets. Would you do it for 200K? So a guy who, here, let me pull up my, this is the best line in this whole story. A guy who was a uh, Houston PD captain, who is no longer a Houston PD captain, but not because of this incident. Um, I think he's just retired, right? Uh, no. Aguirre. Oh, uh, he did something? I, I haven't heard this. Aguirre worked for HPD for 24 years and was indefinitely suspended after a botched raid outside of a Kmart in 2002. Robbery. No, it was a raid. Um, so this fellow, uh, who's 63, we want, it's basically like, uh, if you've ever seen the come town video about Steven Seagal, mm-hmm. where Steven Seagal is now making like, uh, recon still, Marine still Delta force. Movies, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's like, but he's fat now. And it's like him and like all other 63, 70 year old action stars who move very slowly. It's perfect. You think I can't do paintball? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's Seagal. Uh, this guy had a security company, and um, it was called the the company that contracted him was called Liberty Center, Liberty Center for God and Country. Yeah, it's a uh, Steve. I his last name Stephen starts with an H. There you go. Yeah, Hotsey. yeah. I mean, you know, you say like it's a group. It sounds like it's just him. Is it? I think so. Well, he had a quarter of a mil to throw at a couple of PIs. Yeah. So somehow the grift is strong. And uh, But I think it's someone who doesn't miss a quarter of a mil. Um, that's wild. That, uh, you know, like uh, just, just wanted to stop the steal. So in, in that, uh, to that end of stopping the steal, uh, they paid. Because the big problem was that uh, Biden won Texas. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we're good to go. Um, so this, this, this HPD former captain is arrested and he said he was part of a group called the Liberty Center who were conducting a civilian investigation, uh, investigation into alleged, uh, voter fraud, a ballot scheme. So what he did as part of his investigation against 63 year old man chases down a truck that he had been, I guess, detailing for a couple days and rams the guy off the road, pulls the driver out of the car knee on neck, gun to temple, and has his, you know, little partner buddy uh, who's contracted by Liberty, like, go through the truck, and it's just a fucking air conditioner repair truck. Yeah, yeah. That they thought was full uh, with... uh, They were using it as a disguise to move around fake ballots. 750,000 fraudulent ballots. Turns out they were using it as a disguise to move around air conditioning parts. And I think this will somewhat... (laughs) I think this will somewhat lead us into this other video I want to watch. And that is... I don't want to say that I feel bad for these people because I I genuinely don't. But I do think it's like somewhat of a mental condition. The level to which... A lot of people who seem to agree uh, with the party that uh, is against the one that I begrudgingly vote for, that they have like the weirdest dick complex imaginable. Like, dude, this is not some grand thing that you're going to uncover with your own tactical skill. Like, it all reminds me of Sean Hannity training with Chuck Liddell. <laughs> God, that was great. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. This weird version of, of I guess, what you think, like, this warrior sure, UFC complex side note, thing. That, that Tito Ortiz thing was stunning. Which is what? 
Oh, someone sent us him the clip. Huntington Beach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just saying that he's going to get the deep state out of Huntington Beach. Like, does Trump think that the deep state is in Huntington Beach? Like, are, are we attempting to assign a definition to the words we're using, or just no? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I doubt Trump thinks past, you know, the last thing that he saw, which fortunately was Dread Pirate Roberts yesterday, and unfortunately maybe something else uh, tomorrow. But mm-hmm. it's just like, is this really weird obsession with like Clint Eastwood and John Wayne. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I'm going to go and meet out this frontier justice. And I'm the only, like they all kind of think of themselves like in this action hero mold. And again, I'm not trying to say that I actually feel bad, but the proud boys images from this weekend, like made me sad because it's like, dude, none of these people have any friends. Like none of these people have got each other. And that's the thing, right? It's, it's just like a community, Q, right? They don't have anything. It's a community. Or a, uh, what was it? Synanon? <laughs> what does Synanon have to do with this? Well, just because I posited that it was possibly an online community of people that were mad about changes in the composition of the Cinnabon or something, but that's for another week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it just all feels very like LARPy with a real gun to me. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. He's he's playing the, uh, you know, ballot investigator. Except he was a real cop for 25 years, so it's obviously like not that uncommon for these to be the type of people who end up with And look, dude, uh I don't even want to I'm that. starting was... to think that maybe some of these cops uh-huh. might be bad. Like, the, that a guy that walks around and gets promoted to captain. But then again, the age-old question of... And whenever he got disciplined, what do you want to bet? That there was, like, uh, uh, letters in that file from other cops who were like, this is an officer's officer. And he got a check and a cake, right? But age-old question that we don't have time to, you know, grapple with here today, and we've done it a million times of, how much did that 24 years turn you into the type of person who thinks this, as opposed to, you know... Would you have always turned out that way if you went to work for Deloitte? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't seem that important to me. What's important is that this is where it seems to end up. And, it's, uh, and it's more often than I'm willing to tolerate. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen to this guy now that he, I mean, he's not a cop now, so he will be you know prosecuted as a I private mean, you citizen. Know, yeah, he, he put a gun to someone's head. He's going to get the the, ch- the charges and penalties that apply to someone who put a gun to someone's but head. But he's also being arrested by a department that he worked for for 25 years, and I'm not. There's no holdovers. Hey, that's such and such as. Uh, my partner was his uh, soup, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah this shit the, is institutional. Yeah, I hear you, but it's, you know, it's not the HPD that's going to charge him. It's uh, the DA's office. And they've they've got to... Investigate, though. Like, maybe you... I don't know. D- I mean, how much of an investigation do you need? You know, and like I he, don't, he called I, I, the cops and was like, I've got a gun to this guy's head. That's true. And I, and I don't know anything about their, you know, prosecution. I think that their DA is, you know, pretty left. Uh, so that leads us to the other thing I wanted you to watch. I only watched about mm-hmm. 10 seconds of this the other day because, okay. uh, I wanted to save, uh, I wanted to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Crenshaw is like chief among this, uh, legion of, of dweebs, except he was like actually in the military. Hence the, you know, having one eye thing. Um, does he have one eye? <laughs> come on, man. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but I know that he was, uh, that he was injured in uh in combat and was like an actual navy seal and that's the problem that's not a problem but it is like 
him getting elected makes all these other yeah it's probably really bad dude makes all these other guys who are like not near as hardcore think like well that's me like no dude you were not a seal he was now he has terrible opinions and a horrible horribly gerrymandered uh you know district and was ultimately like the last fucking block in the jenga on cancel culture because it's like dude really like it's a comedy show we can't make fun of your eye not us, SNL. Like, this is the premier com- Like, that's the most... If we can't do that, like, what are we doing here? We yeah, make, we I make don't fun know. Of fucking His, Hillary uh, for fainting. And- proficiency at killing foreigners doesn't especially impress me. No, but I'm saying that... He has more credentials than the... He's done that. Yeah. Like, the thing that they see themselves as being capable of and wanting to do, mm-hmm. he did, and they've done in their mind... Uh, you know, or on a on brother. 45. If I hadn't had such a good opportunity working for my dad's roofing company, I would yeah, have been right there with you. I'm sure. So this this is a real thing. Like this is what the Republican Party is putting out now. And uh, I, like I said, I saw 10 seconds and thought TC has to see this. The American story is one of true exceptionalism. It's built on the greatest ideas in history. Uh huh. I don't know who the fuck this is. It might be his wife. I seriously I think doubt it. it. Probably is. Is it really? I, I mean, I don't know. Because she looks like a ring girl. Yeah, are you telling me it's unlikely that he's married to someone that looks like a ring girl? Oh, that's her. It just looked like they had, uh, you know, like grabbed, because the rest of this is absurd and feels like a, uh, a sketch. So I thought like maybe they got a sketchy looking, sketch-ish looking woman to do it. But no, that's his real wife. She looks like a... This victory tonight, it's about you. It's about defining those. Sorry, folks. I'll be right back. Man comes totally in. normal. Tells him in his earpiece. What do we got? Well, it's not over in Georgia. The Senate races went to a runoff. What are we up against? You'll never believe this. Far left. He just told them that he was going to be back, but now he's taking off his tie. Yeah, well, because he, you know, you got to give the public one thing, but now he knows he's got a fucking mission. He's a liar. Well, but, well then don't tell him you're going to be back. Just be like, I'm sorry, I got to go. You well, know? the wife's got this. He's taking off his tie. He's getting a brief. are attempting to gain full and total control of the U.S. government. That we secure a, a Democratic Senate majority so that we don't have to negotiate in that way. Should these Senate seats be lost, all will be lost. You supported the Green New Deal. You supported Medicare for all. <laughs> Your mission will be what? to rally support across Georgia behind these American Patriots, Senator Perdue and Senator Leffler. Yeah, they must win. What's our situation on the ground? We have two Patriots down there, Senator Loeffler and Senator Perdue. Great fighters with a great message. They just need a little backup. Last question. Who do you want to bring? Bring everyone. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's got the fucking like red yeah, con like got a special uh, thing for the, the one still working eye. Uh, so now now it's like two eyes because he's got a special so, helmet on. So he's skydiving or not skydiving? He's dropping in. But yeah, but not with like a recreational purpose. He's, he's yeah. dropping so, into Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fascists, an ironic term given their propensity to well act like fascists are patrolling the area. Antifa recommend baby. we shift north three kilometers. How does that sound? Negative. I want to say hello to the greeting party. What's the bearing? Always one for a bit of drama. 90 degrees from your current heading. Be well, sir. 
Man, where is this guy? So the Antifa in their car, yeah, they clearly have like a bunch of snacks because they're fat as shit, you know? Yeah. They're not, yeah. They're not Just, patriots. You know, and now they're about residents. to get... Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they're all like masked up. They got beards, nose rings, like a bunch of Antifas. And they're about to get a rude awakening from the Crenshaw. Where is that pirate? Oh, all right. I don't even know why I'm so angry, you know? Oh, the news told us to be. There you go. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jesus. Shoot off. Crenshaw's on the hood. Landed on the hood of their car. Now they're yelling. Punch it through. Yeah. Now it's David Perdue, Kelly Leffler, Dan Crenshaw. Meet, meet us in Georgia. The state. December 21st of the day. A Walton County GOP rally. Dude, is that not magic? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That's what they're spending their money on. They're making like college film school grade. I don't know, like uh, you know, military porn. Yeah, and it's just I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, it's clearly not like they're trying to uh, articulate their uh, their vision for the country there because you know? it doesn't really exist. But I'm just saying, like, if if that is what you're coming with, you know, like of like, hey, uh, you know, my 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 family's uh, starving here. What can we do? You know, oh well, it's Antifa's fault. Like I don't know. It just it just it's why are you so mad? It just doesn't feel like they're trying. Well, they probably realize to an extent and they don't have to. simultaneously trying too hard. Uh, so I have one more quick topic to tell you about. Uh-huh. Uh, what are we at? A mi- uh, hour seven. Okay. Although it's going to be different for them because, you know, we had a little... There's always... A few minutes. Yeah, in the beginning. I knew nothing about Peter Nygaard. Uh, I th- I've, like, briefly heard a little bit, but I, I haven't read the story yet. I, lo- I mean, you know... I've- I read several. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like the the Times one that, that came out, I mean, I think it came out like yesterday or day before, right? It did, but yeah. it linked back to one that uh, they put out in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I like browsed that one at the time, but I would like to dive into, uh, I started reading last night and got like, you know, three paragraphs in and it was like, I would like to know more here. So this is definitely, I mean, the first thing I thought is I Google Peter Nygaard Epstein. Of course. Like, yeah, is yeah. there a, a tie-in here? And really, uh-huh. it appears the only tie-in is, is that Prince Andrew... Pretty tight with both. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so he's, uh, you know, and I, and again, I'd never heard of this brand of clothing and I have yet to ask the yeah. roommate if she had, um, she probably has, but it's not like it's, you know, Lulu, mm-hmm. but apparently the dude's a, you know, it's worth tens of millions of dollars. I mean, his place in the Bahamas look tight. It does look tight. I mean, someone was like, TC, would you like this? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little tacky but i like a little tacky you know oh i just saw like that exterior shot i wouldn't say it's tacky i mean it's it's too much you know yeah like you you need to have several hundred people staying there to justify that large of a facility so he's got like a women's clothing uh apparel apparel manufacturing company and uh lived most most of his life and his his office was based in uh, in canada he had a place in winnipeg toronto um, and then he buys this place in the Bahamas, uh, which he just named, you know, Nygaard K. Mm-hmm. Dude was picked up the other day in Canada on an uh, extradition uh, agreement and was, I don't even know what the charges were. Uh, it's a bunch of sex stuff. Yeah. It's all the sex stuff. Minors, uh, racketeering, 
Um, you know, it's 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 all the stuff you expect from the international pedophile. And then you read this dude's background. He's 79. And uh, he was doing the exact Epstein playbook. Uh, he would, now in the Bahamas, it's not like he was in, you know, uh, a disadvantaged neighborhood in Florida. But he would find, like, the poor neighborhoods in the Bahamas and send his scouts into them and be like, you know, bring me, bring me underage hot women that need a little bit of money and they're poor and I can train them, groom them. And, uh, did this for, for decades. Um, let's see for decades, Mr. Nygaard portrayed himself as a playboy describing the young women and teenage girls. He surrounded himself with as quote, the source of youth. You shouldn't do that. You know, he's probably just speaking his mind and he's probably been in a situation where he's been allowed to speak his mind for quite a while. He dated celebrities like Anna Nicole Smith and fathered at least 10 children with eight women. He thought of himself as a human guinea pig trying to fight off aging with stem cell injections and talked of cloning himself. There's just too many things in this story that are like, why are they all like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the Epstein, like the same science obsession. and Cloning, and it's just... Yeah. And I just, I'm left to think that even though this version of, of sex that he was engaging in was extremely illegal... Uh, so I don't want to portray it as like something you you have a positive opinion of. These people are apparently just obsessed with boning in a way that I... You want to clone yourself so you can bone more? You want to live to 150 for seemingly the entire sole purpose of that... Uh, you you trying to chase that dream down is just to have more sex. Yeah, my uh, my, my friend Alex has a, a spiel on... Uh, you know, obviously, uh, I talk with about Epstein with everyone I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, th- I think it applies here. It was just like uh, that, like they are attempting to be so much of a man that, like, they see like that. That it starts as like the normal kinds of things you're trying to do to impress other guys, like you know, like you, whenever you're in high school or whatever, you know, and you're like, boy, it'd be cool if I had a hot girlfriend because then other people would respect me more. Like that's a normal thought, you know. And I mean, like. It's got problems like that, you know, t- it's not hard to see how toxic masculinity flows from there. Women are not just like fucking, you know, accessories to uh, buffer your uh, your self-worth or whatever. But we all understand that is how, you know, high school society works for kids. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, like not, it doesn't stop in high school. We know plenty of people who are. Uh, it also doesn't stop with just males. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Everyone's trying to, uh, you know, project a certain image about themselves by the company they keep and everything like that. Um, and just like, so that, and it's kind of like that, that's what's viewed as like, to some extent, like that's being a man, you mm-hmm. know, like um, being able to have a, an attractive partner and, you know, being able to, uh, to, you know, pass on your line. Like that's a very, uh, you know, like uh, kings are always very obsessed with, um, you know, their their line of succession and their, their uh, you know, the, the family continuing on, stuff like that. Um, and it's just like uh, that they're, they're doing this, they're doing so much of this thing that they are receiving this message from all the rest of us that they ought to do that they become like disgusting to us. You know, like that they, they, they follow it too perfectly. Like, you know, it's like, you're not supposed to actually do all the things that like we're suggesting that you do. Right. Like it's, it's like all of us understand that like, you know, yeah, kind of you're supposed to like, you know, 
Yeah, of course it's it's you know nice to have uh, fit, attractive people around you. You know, like uh, people that lead, lead good lifestyles. You know, he- healthy folks uh, hanging out together. Not nothing wrong with that. But then whenever it's like, yeah, dude, I've been uh, I've been killing it. At that I, I've got like sixteen year olds, <laughs> super good shape, a right. ton of them. Um, that uh, that at that, that point you're like, whoa, dude, and I'm gonna live forever so I can. Continue I didn't to, mean it. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's a similar. Like it's the same kind of like uh extension of the yeah you told me it was it was good to have an attractive girlfriend and it's good to like you know pass on my it's good to like you know um live healthy so you can you know have as as long a life as possible well how about this you know like i've I've been fucking paying off harvard to clone me (laughs) um you know like it's yeah it's just a good way to put it chill out dude we we didn't mean it that much but i think it extends to also like, oh, you know, I'd like to have a nice house. And then he's like, well, what about this mind theme compound? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, hey, I like having cool history stuff. What if? I just meant like a, a 4-2. You know, yeah. In a, in a good area. Maybe a nice backsplash. Maybe a painting of like uh, of, uh, another culture or civilization. No, I bought all their stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he did. Um, so, you know, there's a bunch of interesting details in here. Uh, that uh like his staff you know they had a place in in the bahamas uh like a, a nygaard store and they would recruit there recruit in in disadvantaged neighborhoods former so that's, workers that's the name of the clothing brand is just nygaard and this guy can uh, have a thing there are yeah. we going to do the same thing where we find out that like uh, actually les wexner or someone similar well less you know what less deal is right yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying like uh, Epstein. Whenever you asked before, he be, like became a problem. Like, why is Jeffrey Epstein rich? People would be like, ah, oh, you know, he's a he's a trader. He's good at the stocks, mm-hmm. and like it's very apparent now that like he didn't really know shit about stocks. Like, just fucking people were paying him. You know, who knows that they were paying him bribes? I mean, like, what's well, so, like you find out that he's house. behind like a great ice cream. Line well, or like, what are you? Well, I'm just no. I'm saying that uh, Nygaard like. I've never heard of this shit. Oh, yeah. And like he's got a fucking mansion and like you know, I don't know. I'm yeah, not I mean, I'm not I, sure. I, I've I never heard of any of the brands yeah. that are listed here, but I'm I also and don't buy they, leggings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of things that I could not know about. I'm I'm not saying I'm sure about this one, but like we we should be able to see from the Epstein thing that one can generate a lot of money from the kinds of things that he was doing. Well, interestingly enough, the reason big part of the reason he ended up uh, kind of screwed here, you know, brought to justice for his crimes was that his neighbor, uh, I don't yeah. know if it's Louie or Louis Bacon, actually had like twice as much money and you don't know anybody who's ever heard of this guy other yeah. than for this. I mean, I think he's like a hedge fund guy, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that like if you yeah. think a guy who runs a clothing line and you think, boy, I bet I would have heard of that. Well, what about a guy who has twice as much who you've literally... Yeah, but there's a million hedge fund guys that I don't know about. And if you that's just true. say like hedge fund guy, like I kind of like that. That's why Epstein's thing is great. Like if you're just like ah, Epstein hedge fund guy, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. There's a lot of rich. Those. But uh, that I'm saying like uh, it's someone who has like a publicly consumable. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That you've never heard of, but they own an island. So these two dudes get into a this is like taking the ramp. Paul Leaf thing to like an entire other level. <laughs> yes, yes. Where uh, good, uh, the neighbor hated him. Point. The neighbor was a very private, chill person, did not like a lot of attention, did not like a lot of people coming around, like playing croquet and hunting. And then the, here comes this guy who's having like 216 to 15 to 18 year olds, 
you know, at his, at his, uh, at his place every weekend. And they initially got into a dispute over who could build what on each side of a driveway. And then part of, uh, Nygaard's property burned and in some classic HOA shit, uh, cause this bacon guy's also like a pretty hardcore conservationist, which is a little weird if you're buying like, you know, a hundred million dollar property in the Bahamas. I don't know. You think they could probably, I, I, whatever. Uh, and bacon thought that the way that Nygaard was trying to rebuild it was damaging shoreline and that he was basically like creating fake beach. So he took his Probably. Uh, money that was more than Nygaard's money, and I keep wanting to say Lester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and went to the Bahama HOA and was like, tell him to fuck off. Like, he can't build that. It's, yeah. I, it's against code. And this dude, who had never really had anybody pull his card before, now had someone living next door to him who had twice as much. It was like, fuck you. And they then engaged in like a decade-long paying people to say bad shit about the other one, um, possibly to kill the other one. Makes me think that there's real value in the humility that is demanded by not having that much money. Yeah, because once shit goes like sideways, I, you immediately are like, I'm sending them to jail and possibly before yeah. that they're dead. Yeah, like if someone like, crosses me, if I had like, my druthers, I would I would have the ability. To, I might give uh, you a negative tweet. Do that to all of my enemies. I would <laughs> right. love to be able to do that to all of my enemies. Right. But I'm I'm seeing now that uh, the fact that I can't that I'm I'm restricted is uh, is a positive. And like it's pretty obvious that they were both doing this, and that this hedge fund guy definitely was paying people a la. Um, you know, who were we just talking about? Uh, the Houston Security Fund. Yeah. Like, they were definitely we paying, like... to hire people. Sure, but they were definitely paying them to, like, hey, if you give this statement, and that obviously muddies, you know, the the veracity of it a bit. Thing is, though, the Nygaard stuff, like, way predates Lewis Bacon. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like... No, it's just that he found it out. Yeah, and, like, yeah, that dude went to some extreme measures to try to get this dude Nah, he's 79. Jammed, I don't think you start that at 72. Dude, and some of the stories are really bad. And honestly, though, like they're not as shocking to me after the last two years as they should be, but they're really bad. Yeah. You know, there's like the button trap door type shit. <laughs> this line really, uh, it, uh, I shouldn't laugh, TC. It's a very serious subject. But mm-hmm. uh, whenever, uh, you know, they would have like, uh, they would have women over for these parties, which they called pamper parties, which essentially meant we'll do your nails, we'll do your hair, here's a shit ton of wine, and also like these or diet pills, and then you wake up on the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. Eventually, his staff compiled an invitation list provided to the Times with names of more than 700 women. Former workers said they photographed guests when they arrived, uploading the images for their boss's perusal. Only those who were young, slim, and with a curvy bad, uh, backside, which Mr. Nygaard called a toilet, were supposed to be allowed inside, according to an ex-employee. <laughs> I don't hate that turn of phrase, Jake. I do. I think that's awful. I mean, I think that the trafficking is awful. I also think the trafficking is also uh, is awful, and I also hate that turn of phrase. That is a colloquialism I would lo- like to leave behind as a society. Bring well, me the ones with the big toilet. Then you toilet shouldn't have told me about it. With the nice toilet. Because, you know. Yeah, it's a wild story. It's, uh, you know, if you want to read it, it's on the Times website, but, you know. You I probably, do and I will. You probably already maxed out your free articles, so... Just uh, use the incognito window. Bad guy. Possibly. 
All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.